and gentlemen to another episode of uh, Under the Influence Podcast. Yes, sir. It's episode 141. 141, as always, I'm Big Case. And I'm that guy, PM. Sorry for the delay. Yeah. It's alright. It's alright. I'm, uh, I'm sick as a dog. And I had to drag myself out the depths of hell to come record this <laughs> <laughs> I had to use a Ouija board to get the nigga away. Yeah. <laughs> it's real on the field. I'm here though. I'm here. We're going to get it done. But nigga, yeah, yeah. Just, just. Oh, like, yeah. We are here. We are here. Whatever's floating around, it got me in full effect. It's going around everybody. I ain't caught this one yet, but I, I know it's going to come. It ain't the. Not the Rona. It ain't the Rona. I took two of them tests. It ain't that. That's what everybody's getting. It's something else, though. That shit, that shit, the donkey, donkeys kick me, nigga. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I got that. I'm doing okay for the most part. Okay, okay. I mean, the, the, the shit's tickling me, too. So, like, and like I said, when you said you were sick, I was just like, it's, my, it's going around again. So, it's that time of year, man. The, the season changing. We don't have, what? Fucking super cold, and now today it wasn't super hot, but compared to last week, super yeah. hot. Well, we went from that went from sixty degrees to mm-hmm. to two. You know what it is, though. You know what it is. Everything changing up. Not that everything changed. We got so many of these immigrations, immigrants, and stuff too. That these motherfuckers don't know how to prepare for our weather. Yeah, like you just said earlier. Yeah. Dude went to work in the cold when some shorts, shorts and t-shirt. t-shirt. Uh, you know, I don't, did the nigga wear socks? Yeah, I don't know. He don't <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But, I mean, you know, a lot of people, and then, like I said, immigrant shit, too. They bringing over their new, you yeah. know what I'm saying, type of codes and shit, too. Ain't nobody else said that. I just thought about that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's so, true, though. It is. It's very true. They introduced me to our ecosystem. Yeah. And now we're getting fucked up by what they're bringing over here, like... Uh, SARS and the smallpox and the blanket or some shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Jesus Christ. Um, you got any RIPs? Yeah. I do too. You got it. You got one of them. The, the, the nigga, the bank nigga or Chuck? Not the first one. Chuck's mom? Oh, no, I didn't know that. That's a surprise on me. I thought, I, I thought it was what I had. Um, the DeBarge's mom. Oh, no. Yeah, the DeBarge's mom uh, has two, but no, this is um, R.I.P. to friend of the friend of the show. Damn, I didn't know that. Uh, Chuck, his mother passed uh, on Valentine's Day. Man. Yeah. Sorry to hear that, Chuck. Yeah, she passed on Valentine's Day, Miss Miss Weinkoff. Was her name? Okay. Weinkoff. You know, they was they was uh, checking out of the Smiths, but that's right. this pop's name. That's her maiden name. Yeah, she need a Weinkoff. Rest in peace, uh, Chuck's mom, Mama Chuck. More affectionately, as I always called her. Understood. Damn, I didn't she, know that. Uh, yeah, she passed on Valentine's Day. Wow. Yeah, so rest in peace, Mama Truck, and prayers go out to 
Chuck and the family is family. Been checking on my nigga, trying to keep him, trying to keep him. Yeah, had to stay on him. Yeah, I didn't know that. You know, he don't. I, I mean, I'm really on social media anyway, but he never posted about it. Um, yeah. John called me. Okay. Because Chuck didn't call me. John called me, and I called Chuck to check on him. And he told me then. I was like, I know I'm going to check on you. Damn. Yeah. So rest in peace. Damn. Mama Chuck. Yeah, yeah. Uh, like I said earlier, it's uh, the mother of the barges. Uh, I don't know if I'm pronouncing her first name right, but it looks like Ederlene the barge. Mm-hmm. Uh, she died at the age of 88 it says uh, legendary gospel singer and matriarch of iconic DeBarge family passes away peacefully in her sleep amid dementia battle uh, says the mother of 10 died peacefully in her sleep at Berkeley Post Acute in Woodland Hills Friday morning her daughter Edeline Bunny DeBarge told news sources it says that no official cause of death has been announced according to the site and so that's about as far as I took took it. So yeah, I saw uh, I saw a real sweet thing that uh, Elder Barge, the son, mm-hmm. that he put up about her after she died. Okay, it was real sweet. So rest in peace, Mama the Barge. Um, rest in peace to uh, Herbert Lingui Lingui. He is the CEO of Nigeria's biggest bank. Oh, the billionaire dude that died in that in helicopter crash. Yeah. He passed away with his wife and his son. The CEO of Nigeria's largest bank, Access Bank, was killed in a helicopter crash that claimed the lives that claimed six lives. Wigwee's wife and his son were also killed in the tragic crash. Uh, the tragic incident occurred on Friday after the helicopter departed Palm Springs Airport in California, mm. headed to Nevada. They went to the Super Bowl. I think so. Yep. Authorities confirmed that all six occupants, including two pilots, lost their lives. Investigators are still looking into what caused the crash. Eyewitnesses say they saw the helicopter catch fire before crashing. There are also reports starting, stating that weather conditions at the time included a mix of rain and wind. Yeah, so they're trying to figure it out. So, huh, this, this helicopter crash happened in California? Yeah. And they were on the way to Nevada? No, no, in Nevada. That's crazy. I'm just doing my little inside thoughts about it. Mm-hmm. It's the same type of time of year around down there in West Kobe, right? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that's just what made me think about it. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's crazy. But they say around this time, some them, them conditions be crazy up there. Mm-hmm. They said even when, like, when, when it happened with Kobe, like, theoretically, they should have been flying. Yeah, they did say that. Yeah. That's crazy. Um, so I got a couple of uh, current currents. This one is a cop-out. <coughs> says, uh, check this shit out, dog. A mm. cop takes his own life during training on sex trafficking. What? Yeah. The Alabama sheriff deputy took his own life this week or last week in the middle of a police training event on sex trafficking. Uh, 
the Fultondale Police Department said a deputy from another county had committed suicide in the parking lot of the event center on Thursday. The Elmore County Sheriff's Office identified the a deputy as their own Stephen Sims, a father of four. Uh, he was 43. He had taken a lunch break with three colleagues, and once they returned, everyone but Sims exited the vehicle, and then they heard gunshot a gunshot ring out. Sims was found shot dead in the back of his vehicle, with the coroner, with the coroner later determining the wound was self-inflicted. Uh, Elmore, Elmore County Sheriff Bill Franklin told the local outlet he was shocked by Sims' death. Franklin said Sims had been employed with the county for several years and was a great guy. Um, he also said that he thought Sims like he thought of Sims like a son. Says uh, he was one of the people that took care of his friends, gives you shirt off his back. Um, my bad. Uh, he was he would he would kid around and call me dad sometimes, but yeah, it was just a close relationship with the whole Thompson family. Uh, the group hosted the the group that hosted the training event, Convenient Rescue Group, issued a statement confirming the death and offering condolences to the Sims family. And that's pretty much it. They don't have no reason of why you know what I'm saying he did this. Damn. But he copped out during you know, sex trafficking uh, said, training. I am done with this shit. <coughs> Excuse said, me. He said, I'm done with this shit. All right, then. Um, you remember Rachel Dolezal? That's not her name no more. <laughs> <laughs> what is her new name, sir? <laughs> She was the, uh, for Washington, she was the chairperson for the NAACP. Mm-hmm. I remember her. Yeah. She looked good, too, though. She, she, cool. she could have uh, passed on me. Well, you know what she just got fired for? She just well, got fired from her teaching job. I don't know. It's all over YouTube. <laughs> for for, for OnlyFans page? <laughs> Drunken stepdaddies. What? Drunken step. That's what it's called. That's what I heard. Like drunken stepdaddies. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah, I didn't know that. <laughs> That's what her videos are called? <laughs> yeah, she don't get naked. She just, like, she just she's provocative. Provocative wearing, and she talks nasty. So, uh, But she's a teacher. Yeah. You know what I'm saying, sir? Woman who went viral pretending to be black a few years ago has been fired from her teaching job in an elementary school after they found out about her OnlyFans account. Yeah. <laughs> Drunken stepdaddies. Jesus Christ. <laughs> That's nice. I'm so I don't you know I don't bring it up on here too much, but I'm so invested in the marriage. Yeah, yeah, but uh, <laughs> like some people, when they go live, they tell like little snippets of other stories mm-hmm. that are going on before they get to the big business. And she was one of them on several people's platforms, <laughs> and I kept seeing it. And I was just like, drunken stepdaddies, and they was like, and drunken stepdaddies. And I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> 
But they was they was cutting her up though. Um, they said her body looks good. But she looks old in the face. Not only does she look old in the face, but her head's big. Yeah, big and her shit. body's too small for her head. For her she head. She yeah, like a, she like a like a, a, a life size dwarf. Yes, yes, she does. But that, yeah, that's just crazy though, man. She done went and tried to be. She tried to be everything but herself. She changed her name. I know she changed. It was like an African name, something Ikichi or some shit. It was weird. Yeah, she changed her name like a full blown African name. She's crazy. She says she black for real. She's fried. She's all right. She's all right. I mean, the only thing she did was OnlyFans and. I mean, one part to it. I mean, hell, I mean, a nigga infiltrated the KKK. I mean, what yeah. can you say? I mean, one part to it. <laughs> I bet she did more than BLM for them NAACP <laughs> motherfuckers. I bet she, she did. Right. She ain't had no negative connotations coming off of that. No, no. Just it was just she, that she was white. She was <laughs> Transracial. She got to go down to black history for that. She needs to. <laughs> the she first ever white <laughs> and they, they left her alone if her parents hadn't outed her her right. parents were literally like no that's my daughter look at us give a damn how curly she make her hair and <laughs> she got mixed skins and shit so yeah. it kind of looked like and she was doing a good job passing yeah that's what I'm saying she, yeah. she, she had the hair down and everything she, she looked about as She's looking black as I look. And the talk and the decorum. Yeah, and everything. Yeah. I, you know, I don't know if she had the ghettoism, you know what I'm saying? She had the neck rolling and all that. I don't think she had all that because she was conducting herself in like a professional See, aspect. As a, uh, what you call it? Uh, a, a clear huxtable yeah. type of manner. You know what yeah. I'm saying? That's what we need. That's what we need out here. We need some clear huxtables. Because yeah, I hate the reds. You know what I'm saying? I hate the reds. That's a sexy red. <laughs> I like sexy red. Isn't that that? So... Think they could breathe. <laughs> <laughs> All I can see is the little girl. She dropped that baby. She, she did. Baby. She dropped that baby. Nah. She, did a, she did a video in the in the delivery room. Oh, that's what's up. I rather hear hers in a song about farts. I spice. I love you, but damn, girl, why are you gonna make songs about farts? That that line is hilarious. <laughs> she think you the shit. You're not even the fart. <laughs> <laughs> Bitches be slick, but I'm slicker. Bitches be thick, but I'm thicker. Bitches be rich, but I'm rich. <laughs> Think you <the> shit? <laughs> You're not even a fart. You're not even a fart. <laughs> Damn, though. No. Hey, motherfucker, tell you not even a fart? Yeah. You don't stink at all. Hey, I fucks with it. Oh, no, no flies around. No flies around. They got the wild one out in Kansas City. Yes, they That's did. Right. Yes, they did. 22, 22 people <coughs> shot? Two, two people shot, one dead, right? 22 people shot. Yeah, one dead. Yeah, one dead. Yeah. It said most of the victims were under 16 years old. Yep. Except for the one that died. Yeah. Lisa Lopez, which is kind of funny. It's yeah. crazy. Her name is Lisa Lopez. She gets killed. And she was a peacemaker. Jesus Christ. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, it is what it is. And some youngsters out there in the Kansas City. Wow, well, no. Wilding the fuck out. It's Missouri shit. Motherfucker act like this. Shit, they want a Super Bowl. Yeah, this is wild. Well, niggas ain't never had nothing. Shit, you know, man, you know, they, they done been to, they done, I know. They done been to quite a few parades here lately. Well, they still acting like niggas ain't never had nothing. Yeah, they are. But then they got their barbecue and liquor and shit. I mean, that's about it. 
She was saying, yeah, let's say. They might as well just come glide them two states together and just say fuck it because they both got Kansas City. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's just confusing. Confusing the fuck out of me. It's confusing. Uh, I got punished the Punisher. He was going to be a fickle, but he got punished in time. Okay, that was me. Uh, this happened, we, I think we talked about this a minute ago. Uh, the white man who beat the hell out of a food truck dude out in Portland. Yeah. Yeah, well, here's an update. He's, okay. he's facing his punishment finally. Uh, says that nearly seven months after Daryl Preston was brutally assaulted over a 40 year old white, assaulted by a 40 year old white man who broke his nose and fractured his face, yeah. he'll be able to watch him face the consequences. Uh, last week, Daniel Thomas Warren, a white man, pleaded guilty to one count for assault in the third degree and no contest to one of bias crime in the first degree. So while Warren admitted attacking Preston, he won't admit the crime was racially motivated. Even though the 40-year-old white man was heard hurling a, a myriad of racial slurs, including the N-word. Yeah. Because well, he, he don't want to give no hate crime. Nope. Uh, in July 2023, police initially thought they were responding to a person they thought was hit by a car in the Portland area. What they found when they arrived at the scene was Preston's bloodied and bruised face. Uh, Preston, the owner of a local Portland food truck called Laurel's Chicken Shack, uh, go there, Keith Lee, uh, claimed that he was delivering food when Warren ambushed and attacked him, unprovoked with kicks and punches. Or, what we call them? Uh, uh, just try, uh, <laughs> distraction blows. Uh, clothes fist. Clothes fist. <laughs> clothes fist distraction blows. <laughs> While, clothes fist distraction blows, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> While being bombarded and attacked, Warren Lee uh, allegedly yelled, I hit you, nigger. Stay on the ground. Oh, shit. Uh, video of the incident showed Warren walking away before stomping on him one more time and putting his bloody hands in his pockets as if nothing happened. Mm. He was taken into police custody days later. Uh, since the incident, people in the community have rallied to support Preston and started to go find me to help, food truck, to help the food truck owner recover from his injuries which included a broken nose, fractured face, and lacerations to his eyes and mouth. Uh, Preston says things are finally looking up, and he's back to work and healing from his injuries. Uh, the fundraiser has currently raised more than 89000 uh, and Warren is scheduled to be sentenced on February 21st. I take an ass over 89000 I would, too. I would, too. Yeah, I'll take one. You give me good ass got me a couple niggas too. Mm-hmm. Make it make it worth it. <laughs> get your money's worth. Yeah, get your money worth, dude. Here, go get a whip too. Yeah, no. No. Might as well. Oh no, no. It'd be a hate crime. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna, I might as well try to get it up in the millions. Yeah. I'm yeah, gonna take yeah. a beating. Yeah. I'm gonna make this real. Make this real real. Throw some salt in that shit too. Yeah. Kosher salt. Yeah. Yeah. I'm on the big crystals. <laughs> Throw that shit. Like a wedding. Uh, <laughs> you've been on social media the last few days. Did you see the the woman that posted her five year old daughter waxing coochies? Oh my god! You saw that? Yeah, I didn't see it. I've heard about it. I didn't see. I didn't want to because once again, it's one of those situations that's very sensitive. Yeah, and you got a kid messing with coochie. That's sexual exploitation. Now this is this is my thing, right? I get what she was trying to like. She was. She was I trying. do. 
I do she understand. Said that, you know, she was, she was training her kid. Yes. How to be part of the business that yes. she runs. But at that age, you, can't you, shouldn't, that. you shouldn't have threw her into the coochie. Nope. You should have had her waxing legs and I would have, nope. up her lips and shit. I don't think she should be allowed to touch anybody. For one, she's this not certified. True. This is true. What if she administers that wax wrong? This is true. You know what I'm saying? Um, what that young lady should have been doing to help her mama? Maybe if that was the case, straightening up. Yep. Straighten towels, wiping down chairs, sweeping the floor. The only reason I brought it up is because... No, I'm glad you brought it up because I forgot all about it. Well, I brought it up because they locking her ass up. As they should. Yeah. Uh, because that's child labor too. Yeah. <laughs> Dumb bitch. Man. I had my daughter. She made $700. Yeah. Who cares? <laughs> Memphis woman accused of posting her five-year-old child waxing new women on social media has been arrested and charged with, charged with child endangerment and yeah. child abuse. There was some snapdragons down there. Yeah. In February 15, Memphis police received <laughs> several complaints. <laughs> you can just see it. You can see, you can see the rolling. <laughs> <laughs> All them motherfuckers ain't created equal. <laughs> <laughs> I just seen some. I just seen some scary shit, boy. Oh man, you remember like the first time you saw one that kind of freaked you the fuck out, but you went on ahead and did it anyways. Uh, extra, extra dark skin girl, and I opened it. it was super hot pink. Yeah, I was like, oh, what's this? <laughs> Is that normal? The first time I got a hold of one of them. <laughs> and the first time I got a hold of a Batwinger. Oh, Arby's. The, 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 the Arby's roast beef. Beef, beef drapes. And that motherfucker was fire. Damn. And it was like, it wasn't beat up. It was, it was, it was, it was. Together. It was tight as it could be. It had all its walls was there. I said just the cover wasn't looking right. But that motherfucker was beef curtained out. <laughs> and it fucked me up. I said, them motherfuckers was hanging with them. The labias. <laughs> them motherfuckers was hanging. I said, "This bitch here got some sick car." Yeah, yeah, that bitch <laughs> took flight. Fucked me up. <laughs> Fucked me up. I was younger and she was older, and I was like, "Oh, what is happening here?" Yeah, like red stippy lips when they go sad. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, was, it was crucial. I was confusing the motherfucker. And I told my niggas about it. They was like, "Oh, that motherfucker beat up." I was like, "No, that motherfucker had that grip on it." <laughs> she used that vinegar. Yeah, maybe she must have <laughs> snatched that motherfucker. Snap that pussy back. Never happened, nigga. I wasn't mad at it. It just was. <laughs> It was, she asked me to go down and if I, was, I had to tell her no. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm not. I don't do that. Yeah, I don't do that. <laughs> yeah, I don't do that. Okay, but um, <laughs> February 15, Memphis Police really received several complaints regarding a post on social media involving a young girl. The account that posted image was used by Jasmine Moss, 30, to advertise her wax business. And the post, Moss wrote that her Daughter waxed 24 clients Good. over a span of time ex- exceeding eight hours. Damn, she worked overtime. She worked, yeah. And she worked her past the, uh, the last... Uh, yeah, the child labor. <laughs> she overworked her. <laughs> yeah, so she's she's being locked up. Now, fuck that. Okay. Okay, the mom, one thing, okay, she allowed her daughter to do this. Yeah. The clients. Yeah. They said, all right, go ahead, little girl. Yeah. 
Wax just pussy. Yeah. Yeah, I had a problem with them the whole time, too. All 24 of them. Yeah. Because, like, if you've seen that happening, she must have been doing a good job. <laughs> they must have had numbers. It's like how you go for the barber. I want this one. I want this. I want the number three. I got you. They got done. They said, oh, shit. All right. All right, little mama. <laughs> That's crucial. She going to jail. Yeah. I mean, that is endangerment, though. It wasn't. No, really Some of the women had, you could have had herpes, crabs. Yeah. Genitalia warts. Yeah. Anything. You know what I'm saying? Chlamydia. Any of that shit. BV. Yeah. Trick. She touching all over and smelling it. I had to smell it. Yeah. Like I said, all them motherfuckers ain't created equally. Mm-hmm. I'm shitty. I got in my notice. Memphis country waxers. It's, <laughs> it's always in Memphis. Yeah. It's always the strangest shit in Memphis. The strangest shit we have in Memphis. Did you hear about this Airbnb debacle? What? What happened? Oh, uh, man. So, long story short, let me get into it because I, I, I had like an update about it too. Long story short, Buddy disputed some type of charges that the Airbnb tried to throw at him mm. after he, uh, if they checked out, you know, like if you check out and they find that you're smoking, that motherfucker will try and charge you. Yeah, if you didn't sign up for the yeah. stuff, yeah. He disputed the motherfuckers, right? Mm. And it was going back and forth, and the Airbnb lady got so mad about it that she ended up taking uh, surveillance videos of Buddy in the Airbnb with a woman. That wasn't his wife. And sent them to his wife. I saw that. I didn't know that's what it was. Yeah. So, I thought she was hating on dude because I came in on the middle end of some shit. And I just didn't really pay attention because I was just like, oh, here we go, some more shit about Airbnb. Nope. But now that you put the whole thing together, that makes sense. She was, he was playing the fuck crazy out of paying some fees. And she said, nigga. And he know he smoked in there. He, he smoked in the bed with the bitch. And then you put it out and went to fucking. All right, hold on. Because that girl or that lady was on TikTok explaining her side. Mm-hmm. Talking about, I didn't know that wasn't his wife. Only thing I know was, and I just didn't listen to it no more because yeah. I thought it was just some bullshit. But I didn't know that that's what happened. Okay. He should have just paid the smoking fee. Here we go. In a startling turn of events that has left social media behind, <coughs> Airbnb hosts took, took revenge in an extreme way following a negative review. Sean McKackie, McKay, who had rented a charming home dubbed a little bit more little bit more country in Memphis during the fall of 2022 <laughs> found himself in a bitter dispute with his host over additional charges. McKenzie, alongside three other friends, booked the property from September 9th to September 11th to enjoy a weekend of football festivities. Although they had initially informed the host, Pamela Fowler, about the possibility of having a few extra friends over for dinner. The situation took a left turn when Fowler demanded an extra $960. God damn. She claimed Mackie had violated two house rules by inviting more guests than agreed upon. Refusing to buckle under the unexpected fee, Mackie 
defiance led to an unforeseen and personal counterattack. Fowler allegedly escalated the situation by sending Mackey's wife security camera footage showcasing Mackey with other women. The act of retaliation rooted in a dispute over a mere property review and extra fees has now spiraled into a legal battle with lawsuits filed in a Mississippi district court. Ah, she wanted. I saw he was living in Mississippi. Took a, a Memphis Airbnb. Yeah. Trying, he trying to get out of the naked woods and go up there in the hood. Yeah. Motherfuckers, what you got? She went to Cordova. Motherfuckers, <laughs> Germantown, some shit. You went to Memphis, <laughs> motherfucker. You got an update? I don't think so. Because what I was gonna say is, chick just wanted her fucking money. Mm-hmm. Now why was nine hundred something? Oh man, I don't know. But Chick wanted her money, and she didn't give a fuck. All the things she said was, here, you know, I'm passing this shit on. Yeah. And she wasn't aware that he wasn't with his wife. Or maybe she was. Mm-hmm. She wasn't? I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Because why would she just do that? She just want her fucking money. He's suing her now. I need to know. I, yeah, I need to know what uh, this... $960 came from. Yeah. I can see a $200 smoking fee, but what the fuck else did he do? So there had to be people in there throw a party. Uh, and, you know, you, yeah, you throw a party, you got to, you know, yeah, depend, the party. And, but depend on neighborhood. Mm-hmm. So she might have got a fee, a fire from the neighborhood, from the HOA. Yep, he threw it. Like I said, the thing, they discussed a couple extra guests for dinner. Right. And they threw a goddamn party. Yeah, they had me. Caught one, caught them all. Shit. Airbnb <laughs> popping. Oh, shit, for real? She pointed the guests and They had that one man coming to evict them. They in Memphis, Mr. <laughs> O'Neill. He's suing them. He filed a 22 page complaint. Damn. It alleges his father emailed his wife screenshots from the door camera, the photos. That was taken every 3 a.m. Shows Mackie walking into the home with a woman who is not his wife. Guess what? He's suing for uh, invading his privacy, inflicting emotional distress, and causing damage to his marriage. Uh, guess what? That's getting thrown out. Yeah. Because uh, you committing adultery. Yeah. Is also damn near against the law. <laughs> and when he, when he signed up to the Airbnb, he agreed to just to have the couple of people. Well, it? not even that. He agreed to be on that camera. Oh, he did. I mean, it's, it's in the agreement. I didn't know that. Okay. Yeah. Damn, that's crazy. Yeah, he agreed. It wasn't like she was recording them uh, doing anything, having un- sex or nothing. Yeah, and it wasn't like she was recording them un 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 unknown. Yes, yeah. yeah. Like she had the two way mirrors and shit like that. Like she had hidden cameras right. like that. Like That's crazy though. It's like if you come in my house, the camera's right there. If you come in my goddamn house and do some weird shit and I put the goddamn <laughs> video out, nigga, this ain't no hidden camera, nigga. That motherfucker. Yeah, right, right there, there. you see it. Yeah. yeah. Um My last one is, you know, is it, the the Air Force Sixes. The uh Mm-mm, the January sixes. The January sixes, my bad. Trump shoes, nigga. So what I find funny about it, you seen what happened to him, right? He got booed. No, before the day before he came out with the shoes, what happened? He got hit with that lawsuit. With the lawsuit, three hundred, three hundred, three million dollars. Yeah. And then the next day, he's like, "Guess what? I got some shoes. Got some shoes for sale, bitch." 
$400. Getting all my money back. They said they sold out. They did. <laughs> Quickly. <laughs> At 400 Nobody bought because they went from, what, $199 to $399? Mm-hmm. They all sold for 400 Yeah. I want a pair. You Just to have a pair. Want a pair to, uh, Just to have a pair. What other president came out with some shoes? Uh, uh, Bo- Obama has some. He did? Okay. What was they? Uh, Enormous. Damn, he couldn't even get Nike. He's a hooper. They gave him some hooper shoes. I guess. You said Trump got what? He got Nike on him? No, them niggas, them motherfuckers ain't got no cut. Them is T moves? Them is. I thought they was Nikes. Or Converse. They look like it. Shit. They look like Jordan 1s. I don't got no. Yep. Here they go. Yeah, they do like some dunks. On the top part, they look like Converse. Yeah, they look like, they look like Jordan 1s. Uh. It says, uh, says, this isn't the first time licensing his name, images, and likeness to sell products. Is that in 2022 and 23, he struck a licensing agreement to sell NFT training cards. I don't know mm-hmm. how he did that. But said those cards were produced and sold by the NFT Intellect LLC, um, which had a licensing agreement with Trump to use his name and image. And it says the sneaker con, uh, the venue where Trump debuted his sneaker collection, and an event that started in 2009 has become one of the pre- one of the premier events within the broader sneaker culture has exploded in the recent decades. So he can't be a fucking racist. It says, with the rise of sneaker culture, uh, that's some bullshit. This ain't talking about the shit. No, they're Nikes. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. No, 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 not him, Obama. Oh, okay. Yeah. It says, uh, sneakers directly associated with politicians are rare. There are a pair of, and you just, you just, and you just said it, there are a pair of Nikes designed for former President Barack Obama, but only a couple pairs are known to exist. And Under Armour made a pair for yeah, him. Yeah, with, the, with the presidential seal on the top. Okay. Yeah. It's because uh, Obama, like, you know, Obama, like, actually, like, played yeah. basketball. Yeah. yeah. And so, Under Armour, I remember Under Armour did a shoe for him on his first term. Right. And then Nike did a shoe for him on his second term. Because I remember there was a, uh, he was like leaving the thing with him like around his neck. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah, it says that uh, the sneakers and perfume and cologne sales have nothing to do with Trump's presidential campaign or his Trump organization. That's crazy. Yeah, nigga. The January 6ths. That is crazy. They don't say nothing about that, though. They got Under Armour. There was Under Armour's at that way. Four. Yeah, they said that Steph Curry got a pair. Yeah, you see the presidential seal at the mm-hmm. top. Yeah. That's dope. Yeah. <laughs> I'm Democrat and Republican. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, they, but yeah, they actually made him those shoes. And there's a few pairs around. Obama has something. He has something he can give to people. Steph Curry has something. Uh, let me but describe that it. That made. <laughs> Did you see him? Yeah, I seen him. The all gold. Yeah, with all the, gold with the, the American flag. flag. The top. It says uh, the high tops were which are all golden and emblemized with a T on the mm-hmm. outside of each shoe, are called the Never Surrender High Top Sneaker. Oh, shit. And are priced at three ninety nine online. The athletic shoes, which feature a T and the number 45 on the sides, are priced at one ninety nine. So it's two different pairs. You got a high top and a low top. Okay. I'm surprised. Uh... Oh, and it comes with extra laces and a Trump superhero charm. <laughs> yeah, there they go. As yeah, generic as a shoe as you can get. See, I thought they was somebody's shoe. I didn't mm-hmm. know. I, I, 
No, he just came out with his own. No, he just came out with a shoe, nigga. They look like a Jordan 1, though, and I'm surprised. Uh, <coughs> uh, I'm surprised uh, Nike didn't hit him with a cease and desist. What, for the design? Mm hmm. Because they, uh, they look an awful lot like a Jordan 1. Yeah. It looks so much like it. Yeah. That's why I thought it was a Nike on it, because it looks so much like it, shit. I thought he just teamed yeah. up with Nike. Nah, it looked like a Jordan 1, but it's not a Jordan 1. It's a T-Daddy. It's a T-Moo. It's a T-Daddy. It's a T-Daddy. T-Daddy exclusive. It's a drunken stepdaddy. It's a drunken stepdaddy. <laughs> slash T-Daddy exclusive. Slash T-Moo exclusive. Slash the orange-haired wonder. The orange-haired wonder. <laughs> oh shit! T Daddy back at it, man. Yeah, yeah. If nothing, that criminal ass nigga ain't gonna do nothing else, boy. He gonna put some shit in play, ain't he? Hey, I can take his criminalism. At least I got some money in my pocket with him. Hey, man. This, this uh, uh, let's go. Brandon ain't doing shit for nobody except for Ukraine. Yeah. Oops, I shouldn't have said that. Now we're gonna get a really shallow band. Yeah. Uh oh. Uh oh. <laughs> Just act like he ain't say that, y'all. I don't know. I'm sure I ain't got no more current events, bro. Shit. Do these uh, Florida men take a break or yeah, take a break and do Florida men? Let's do these Florida men and take a break. How many Florida men you got? I got two. Two. I got three. Jesus. All right. Well, you go here first. Yeah, right. I got the first one. Uh, Sneaky Car Jack Granny. Let one of yours. I call it a grandma jacker. <laughs> the Florida man is accused of causing a 77 year old grandmother, then writing her a four page letter apologizing for the incident. <laughs> Alan Aspinwall, Aspinwall was arrested and charged with unarmed carjacking, domestic battery on a person 65 years of age or older and theft from a person 65 years of age or older. Officers responded to a home after reports of battery and theft. Atwell's <laughs> grandmother said her grandson asked her to unlock her car asked her to unlock her car so he could grab something from the trunk when she walked outside to make sure the car was unlocked after allegedly ripped the keys from her hand and pushed her to the ground in the driveway. <laughs> After he stole the keys, he got into his grandmother's car and fled the scene. Officer said the 77-year-old woman had injuries consistent with her statement. Police arrested Aspenwall later that day, and he denied having any involvement in the theft of his grandmother's car. However, the defender wrote a four-page apology letter to the victim. In the four-page letter, Esmeral thanked his thanked his grandmother for always forgiving him. Esmeral said that he that when he comes home, when he comes home from prison, he promises he will be a great example of a loving father and loving grandson. <laughs> Here's part of the letter. Yeah, I said you got some of it too. Says, dear grandma. First and foremost, <laughs> you are the most beloved person in the whole world coming from me and everyone else. I want to apologize for not being the young man you raised. 
You are my everything. I'm truly sorry for the negative events that have been going on in my life. My mind has been so in the gutter. Thank you for always forgiving me if I'm wrong. The letter said in part. <laughs> Tell my son that his daddy was wrong. Tell him always respect his grandma. This nigga. Did you see this nigga? No. Hold on. I think I did. No, I didn't. What is he? I don't know. He looked like a Muppet. He looked like a hoop. Yeah, that's what it is. He looked like a fucking hoop. A Krishan. Yeah, he looked like a Krishan. He looked like a hoop. <laughs> Goddamn hoop. Damn. Dirty motherfucker. You carjack his grandmama. In her face. Pushed her down. And then tell the people he ain't know. <laughs> mm. That's fucking crazy. Okay. Um. I got the the Disney World Bandit. You you got that one? Nope. All right. A Florida man caught trying to break in multiple cars at Walt Disney World. This happened late one event, of course. Uh, An Orlando man was arrested after he was caught trying to break into multiple cars at at Walt Disney World this week. Well, last week. Albert Serenz Velasquez, Velasquez was charged with attempted burglary after the incident that unfolded at the Epcot on an afternoon of February 9th, according to the arrest affidavit from the Orange County Police uh, Sheriff's Office. Uh, at around noon, deputies responded to Epcot responded to Epcot in response to a burglary that says Saran Velasquez was detained amid the investigation. Uh, the security told deputies they saw Velasquez go to the multiple go to multiple vehicles and go inside or try to get inside them. Um the three cars involved in the incident, which were all parked on the wall east section of the Epcot lot, were a red Subaru, a white GMC, and a black Cadillac. The Subaru was a Hertz rental, while the other two were registered to Florida residents. Uh, deputies were able to make contact with the owner of the GMC, who confirmed his vehicle had been parked at Epcot since 9.45 a.m. and was inside the theme park with his family. He said he locked his doors before they went into the park, and no one had permission to enter the vehicle. Yeah. There's no other details were released at this time. Um, they say Velasquez has an extensive history of burglaries. Says that nearly 10 years ago, a homeowner in the East Orange County neighborhood caught Sorens inside his house. Uh, the deputies arrested him then, too. A uh, deputy said on Facebook, burglary is a crime of opportunity, so don't make it easy for criminals. We urge all of our residents and visitors, no matter where you are, to always lock up and stay vigilant. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's hard. It's hard to be for the grandparents. Uh, yes, it is. Florida man charged with second-degree murder in, the, in his grandfather's death, weeks after he gave the eulogy at his, at his grandfather's funeral. Damn. On February 15th, Joshua Nuero, 23, was charged with second-degree murder and sent to jail without bail after ballistics testing tied his rifle to his grandfather's murder. The 71-year-old victim was shot in the chest around 5.15 a.m. on December 28th, and his wife called the police. Officers could only immediately determine that the rifle had been used to kill him. There were no witnesses, no security cameras. His 
wife Linda told police that she excuse me ooh, his wife Linda told police that she heard gunshots and saw him fall to fall to the ground. Detectives found Nora sitting in the grass near the crime scene. He told detectives that he'd been sleeping when his grandmother called him and told him his grandfather had been shot. And he ran over to to the property as soon as he got dressed and later later review of Neuer's phone data confirmed that he had walked from his grandparents' home to his home, but also that he had walked several hundred meters around the time of the shooting. Apparently the distance from his own house to his grandparents and back again. Damn. He went over there, got to the granddad, he shot his granddaddy, ran back home. Like when nothing didn't happen. When his grandma called him, he ran back over. That's fucking crazy. Yeah. Damn. I just found one. Uh, my cousin actually sent it to me right on, Eric. Um, I appreciate that. I don't got no title for it, so I'm just going into it. Uh, it says, It was like a movie. Mercedes driven by juvenile plummets from I-95 overpass during police pursuit. Jesus. And it falls on a truck. This happened in uh, Palm Beach Gardens, Florida. Uh, danger from above crash down on a truck on top of a truck below an interstate below an interstate nine, 95 overpass in Palm Beach Gardens when police said another car made a risky turn during a high-speed pursuit and dropped a few feet. Now the woman who was hit is speaking out about the frightening fall. Her name is Angie Lewis. She says she was with a friend when they when they stopped at a traffic light around 10 p.m. Thursday. She says, I can't even tell what happened. I couldn't even at the moment figure out what was happening. All of a sudden, my roof caved in. There's a car landing on her shit. Yeah, my roof caved in Damn. in the back of the truck. Uh, the truck shook. And then I realized the car had come off the I-95 ramp, on-ramp, above us and landed on us. God damn. That's God. crazy. Uh, she said that the impact sounded like an explosion, which I believe. I bet the fuck it did. She said, I thought maybe a bomb went off or someone rammed into the into the stopped cars, she said. And then I thought maybe the bridge collapsed, which that would be scary, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, she said she then saw the Mercedes-Benz and realized it had fallen from the overpass directly above her. Uh, Palm Beach Guard police said the car was driven by a juvenile who was trying to get away from the officers. Investigators said the young motorist took the curve too fast and fell off the side onto Lewis's GMC Yukon Denali. Oh, God. God damn. They said it was chaos. There were parts all over the road. There was a Mercedes in the middle of the road on all four tires. Uh, it was like a movie scene, a scene I got of a movie, but, it was a, but I was living it. Uh, somehow no one was injured. Uh, Lewis said that the back half of the truck's roof had collapsed onto the back seats. Uh, nobody was sitting there at the time, but Lewis said it was her young daughter. It was where her young daughter always sits when they're with her. Uh, the police haven't specified why they are trying to stop the Mercedes. Why they were trying to stop the Mercedes? Only saying it was a traffic violation. They have apprehended the driver. God damn! Yeah, crazy shit.
Florida mom who jumped off a bridge after her three-year-old twins were found unresponsive is charged with murder. Damn. Charged with his being charged. Authorities had charged a mother who jumped off of an interstate ramp in an apparent suicide attempt after her three-year-old twins were found unresponsive in a nearby car. Charlene Napoleon Acclaim, 42, now faces two counts of child neglect causing great bodily harm. Notably, she is not facing murder charges, police told the Miami Herald that new charges may be added to her existing charges. Uh, altered once the claims tox- toxicology results are available. For the, for the, once they figure out how the baby's actually died. Glenn uh-huh. was arrested Thursday afternoon on February 2nd. Her fraternal three-year-old twins were found unresponsive in a silver Toyota Highlander on I-95 in North Miami-Dade County shortly after their mother got onto the got out of the vehicle and attempted to kill herself, according to investigators. She jumped off the bridge into the traffic and didn't die. Damn. Yeah. I thought she broke her shit up. She had to. During an interview with the police three days later, the mother allegedly said that she planned to murder suicide because her finding because of her financial situation. The rest reports read. Huh. Yeah, yeah, just get them babies up. Yeah. Take them to the fire station. They'll take them. Yeah. I don't get that shit, man. Damn. That's fucking crazy. Yeah. Mm. That's it for me. All right. You got any melon later? I got two. I do not. Well, one is a black history for the month of uh, February. I found this one interesting. I was uh, Facebook stalking, looking up some old friends and shit, and I found a picture. And it is uh, of a lady named Bessie. Alethea Anderson Spates. Um, She is... uh, She was the first black female to graduate from Tech High School back in 1916. Shit. After graduating, Bessie earned her teaching certificate from the Teachers College of Indianapolis and then taught at IPS School number 37. So that's uh, uh, Melanated uh, Magnificence to Miss Bessie, Alethea Anderson Spates. Shout out to you, Miss Bessie. And then uh, this next one, it goes out to my cousin. Um, she has really uh, sprouted up there, up in uh, Chicago. Um, not only does she do her comedy shit, but now she has uh, a role in a film on uh, Amazon Prime. Okay. Yeah, it says, uh, my very first film role in Bad, which is B-A-D-D, is now available on Amazon Prime Video. Um, and then somebody had a, a description of what the show is. It says, it's a clean family comedy that will have you in stitches as Foster Blake battles the ultimate bully and saves the day. Uh, shot with love in the Windy City. The film is a cast. The, the film is cast with the fantastic group of actors. It says, Dive into Laughter on Amazon Prime Video and Spread the Word Like Confetti. 
And then her bio reads that uh, Sherry Flanders is known for BAD, B-A-D-D, in 2023, Hitchhikers and Appetizers, which is a, uh, I don't know what that is, it says, but that's in 2021, and then uh, she's also the host of Inventing Improv, which is a Chicago, a Chicago story special, which is in 2021. Okay. So, and that's her IMDB. Uh, What's her name? Sherry Flanders. Hi, Sherry. Sherry with an I. Okay, Sherry. Do you think, man? Yeah, that's why I said I'm gonna have to go uh, watch that show and see how good it is. Do you think, Miss Mamas? And that is all for the uh, Melanated Magnificence. Okay. Uh, let me kick off these figures. Oh, y'all yeah, got two. I got it. four. Oh, shit. Yeah, go ahead. First one, Alaskan woman who killed her best friend after being promised nine million in a catfish scheme is sentenced to ninety-nine years of prison. Delaney huh? Bremer, twenty-four, killed her best friend after she was catfished by a man who offered her nine million dollars to commit a murder. Oh, she was sentenced to ninety-nine years in prison. The victim's body was found on the Equatana River. Equatana River, something like that. And was she was shot and killed, and later found and later bound with duct tape. Brimmer carried out the killing after meeting a man online who went by the name Tyler. Authorities said the man, however, lied to Brimmer, pretending to be a millionaire from Kansas, who offered Brimmer nine million to to record the killing of a person in Alaska. But he was actually a then twenty. One-year-old Indiana man named Darwin Schillermiller. Bremer allegedly recruited four friends, including Caden McIntosh, Caleb Leland, and two juveniles, to help her carry out Hoffman's murder. They lured Hoffman into thinking she was meeting up for a hiking trip at Thunderbird Falls Trail. When she was killed, Bremer sent photos and video footage of the killing to Schindler in January. Schindler was sentenced to 99 years in prison for his role in the killing. So they both got 99 years. Damn. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. Shit. Check this one out. Uh, I call it. Second chance helping hands. Okay. A manager at Clackamacus. Where the hell is that? Excuse me, Clackamas. Okay, a manager at Clackamas County Kiln Company fatally stabbed after offering second chance to ex-employee. Says when the when the ex-employee showed up at American Wood Dryers for a second time, asking again about a job, John Barnett came off the factory floor to shake his hand. Caesar Far Caesar Far fan Martinez asked his former manager to step outside to talk about going back to work. Then abruptly attacked Barnett with a knife and hammer on May fourth of twenty twenty two. Barnett sixty died of blood loss while Far fan Martinez slit his wrist 
but survived and was taken into custody. Jesus Christ. A Clackamas County Circuit Court judge found Farfan Martinez guilty of second-degree murder but for insanity and committed him to the state psychiatric hospital for a maximum term of life, but with with the possibility of release. Uh, Farfan Martinez had previously worked at the collect, uh, at the kiln manufacturer at the kiln manufacturer a few years ago, but suffered a breakdown at work and was briefly placed under a mental health hold. Uh, prosecutor said in court, uh, he returned. He returned seeking a job in April 2022, and Barnett explained he needed to reapply online. He says instead of reapplying, Farfan returned weeks later and lured Barnett into the parking lot, where he knocked Barnett to the ground with the hammer with hammer blows, and then cut his throat. He stabbed. Oh, he then stabbed himself repeatedly and hid and hid in a dumpster nearby but was captured by deputies and taken by helicopter to a hospital. Mm. Psychiatric evaluators diagnosed him with schizophrenia. Uh, Martinez didn't speak during the hearing except to answer procedural questions. Um, yeah, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. That's about it. Because it's all some other bullshit that they go into with. Yeah, that's about it on that. Okay, man. Stick a stone, Jackie Robinson statue. Yeah, we talked about that. Did we? Mm -hmm. They cut it off at the ankles. At the ankles? Okay, we talked about that. Uh Uh-huh. And they were offering like $75,000, to get it back or something like that. Okay. Or for another one. I think it's another one. Did we talk about who actually did it? Nope. Right, if you got the update, you got yeah, the update because they, 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 they couldn't find who did it. Nah, well, I found out. Ricky Alberti, 45, was charged last Monday for the theft of the bronze statue on January 25th. Police received reports that the statue was cut off at the ankles. Mm-hmm. It was found days later in a trash can. They threw it away. He <laughs> was charged with four crimes, <coughs> including felony theft of something over twenty-five thousand and aggravated charge um, four counts of felony or something and aggravated criminal damage of property. He additionally was charged with two more counts: identity theft and making false information claims stemming from a 2000 pawn ticket incident he held that he already had going on. He was held for hundred. He said he's being held on a hundred fifty thousand dollar bond. Well, they never said why he did it. So he was going to try and melt it down using the scrap. Oh, it wasn't even a hate crime. The nigga was trying to. He just wants some money. Yeah, the first piece of brass he could get to. Cut that man off at the ankles. (laughs) Come here, slave John. Yeah. <laughs> cut his ass off at the Did you see how they cut it off, though? No. Oh, wow. Left the feet. Like, that's the whole statue. That's the thinnest part of the statue. Yeah. That's why they did it like that. <laughs> that's why he did it like that. But then he ultimately threw the bitch away. That's buddy. Oh, shit. Dope He looked like, uh, what's that ass to mouth thing? 
the human centipede. Yeah. The the second one with the crazy doctor that was in black and white. Yeah. <laughs> that didn't use no procedures. Yeah. He just yeah. he just saw the film and said, I'm doing said, that. I got this under control. <laughs> um I got one, it's called Hands Off. Okay. A woman who cut her hand off with a saw for insurance payout is given uh, given prison sentence. Jesus Christ. It says of course money of course money is tight for a lot of folks currently with the ongoing cost of living crisis. As a result, some are going to extraordinary and even illegal lengths for a bit of cash. Julia at 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 I don't know. Adlesic. Okay, Julia Atlasic from Slovenia. That's why. Uh, Plan with her boyfriend to have her left hand severed above the wrist at their home in, I can't pronounce this city, in 2019. Uh, She used a circular saw to chop off her left hand, leaving the severed body part behind as she rushed to the hospital. Why would they take her hand? I don't know. Uh, This was all part of a calculated plan by the Slovenian woman as she ruled out any ruled out any attempts by surgeons to reattach it when she was being seen by a medical professional. I'll leave it off. Uh, police and local officials raced to the scene of the accident at the time and were able to recover the missing hand. The apparent terrible ordeal was not an accident after the courts decided that she cut off her own hand in the hope hope of getting a one point one million dollar insurance payout. Oh my God! Uh, the, the court heard that she stood to collect the massive payout, half of which to be paid immediately after signing insurance deals with five different providers that year or the year before. Oh my God. Uh, she had been in debt. She had been in debt and was going through personal bankruptcy proceedings at the time she committed the fraud. The day before the incident, her partner, Sebastian Ambermov, had looked into how artificial hands work on the internet. Oh, my God. The prosecutor said it was further proof that the act was a deliberate, was a deliberate one. Uh, but the trial, but during the trial, she maintained her innocence, saying she would never cut off her own hand deliberately. Uh, no one wants to be crippled. My youth has been destroyed. I lost my hand at the age of 20. Damn, you young. Only... Only I know how it happened. Yeah, I bet you do. Yeah. But she, alongside uh, her boyfriend and his parents, entered guilty pleas as part of the deal with the Slovenian, Slovenian prosecutor in 2021. Uh, she was sentenced to two years and five months imprisonment while, oh, her boyfriend was sentenced to two years and five months imprisonment while she was initially sentenced to three years behind bars. Jesus. Yeah. Oh, however, the sentence was halved in the second hearing as she was uh, freed from prison in 2022 after serving part of her 19-month sentence. Okay. Lost her hand and went to the joint. Yeah. Cut her own hand off. Jesus Christ. Suffered the consequences of trying to do some fraud. Do some fraudulent shit. Trying to to scam. Nasty bitch. Okay. Uh, Ain't no uh, drunken stepdaddies for her. No. <laughs> Fatal dispute over a seven thousand dollar check. Pizza Hut employee faces charges in, in murder in manager's grisly murder. And a shocking incident that unfolded in a Wisconsin Pizza Hut. An employee is accused of murdering his manager 
over financial disputes stemming from a $7,000 inheritance check. Kavon Ingram, 31, faces charges for the, br- the brutal killing of 55-year-old Alex Stengel, whose body was found discarded in a dumpster outside of the restaurant in early February. The gruesome discovery was made after South Milwaukee police were alerted to a body in the trash can area. Following a blood trail, officers traced the scene of the crime back to the restaurant ki- restaurant's kitchen, as detailed in the criminal complaint. Damn. Reports suggest that days before the tragic events, Stiegel, Stingle from Colbury had cashed the check and flaunted his cash to his co-workers, including Negro. This act is believed to have set the stage of the fatal altercation that led to Stingle being shot, his throat slashed, and his body stabbed hmm. before being wrapped in a garbage bag and placed in a trash can and moved outside. Damn. Basically busted at seven grand. Yeah, he wanted it. And then Took it out his ass too. Yeah. <laughs> so, oh, you don't want to get my money? Yeah. Sorry, right, I got something for you. Yeah. Yeah, I got a blade and some bullets and some trash bags. <laughs> in the kitchen, though. In the kitchen. And then to that nigga in the dumpster in the back of the goddamn restaurant, like it was all, it was all good. Damn. Yeah. That's fucking crazy. Motherfuckers these days, though. Yeah, no more. No, that okay. was, I only had the two feet. I got one more. Pennsylvania mother told authorities she strangled her 11-year-old son because she didn't want him to face financial hardships. What? What? <laughs> I guess. The Pennsylvania mother was convicted of murdering her 11-year-old son by strangling him to death with a belt. Ruth Diefriesno Whitehead is accused of murdering her son and she allegedly told authorities she did it because she didn't want him to didn't want him to struggle financially. Eleven year old Matthew Whitehead was found in their <coughs> horse ham in April two thousand twenty three, according to a statement from the Montgomery County District Attorney's Office. Last week a judge found Whitehead guilty of first-degree murder and rejected an insanity defense that told authorities that had that the, that her defense attorneys had argued for the um, the mother was sentenced to life in prison. Following her arrest, Whitehead told police that her family had been struggling financially. And she did not want her son to grow up with these struggles. She also admitted to strangling him with a belt as he slept. Hmm. Matthew's father called 911 after he noticed the door to the primary bedroom was locked and the family's Toyota Highlander was missing. Police found Matthew's body in the bedroom where he'd fallen asleep with his mother. The district attorney said, The boy had ligature marks on the front of his on the front and rear of his neck, his face was swollen, and his and his eyes and something about his eyes. Authorities noticed 
Well, it's found a missing SUV in Cape May, New Jersey, where Whitehead had driven it into the ocean. Damn. She was found walking around six miles north of the abandoned vehicle. Authorities said they found a belt on the floor of the driver's side of the SUV once they pulled it out the ocean. Where was she at? She was in, um, Jesus. Milwaukee was a story before, right? Yeah. Okay. But when you said ocean, I'm like, hold up. How you go from the Midwest to the ocean? Yeah. I'm just probably connecting both of them together. That's fucked up. She did a lot. Yeah. She did too much. New Jersey. New Jersey. Okay. New Jersey. Damn. That's sad. She was in Pennsylvania when she, when she killed him. Okay. She drove to New Jersey. But just give him to his daddy or something. The daddy was in the house. It sounded like a family. Hmm. And she just said, fuck it. He ain't dealing with no hardships. Yeah. Fucking helicopter mom that killed her kid. So you was the worst thing for your son. Yeah. That's fucking crazy. Yeah. Nerves of these people, man. Yeah. You got another one? No, that's it. Oh, okay. Well, we made it. We thugged it through. Let's see it. We'll get back to normal on another time. Yeah, this time. Ain't shit normal. (laughs) (laughs) Appreciate y'all. Hell yeah. I gotta go finish dying off. (laughs) (laughs) We will see y'all next week. Peace. 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 (laughs)